episode of These Go to Eleven. Let's turn it up. Hey everybody, welcome back to These Go to Eleven, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. This not only helps us to get our content out there, but also helps us to find out what you, our faithful listeners, think. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to these Go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what's going on, man? I want to say to you, Nathan, Happy New Year. And I know that the real reason we're having this podcast is to celebrate the 25th birthday of my daughter, Samantha Dutcher. That's right. We're not celebrating with her. We're celebrating here celebrating on the podcast. Celebrating here on the podcast <laughs> with her not present. And uh, her, I'll have to see if she listens to this podcast. Right. So, when's the last time she's listened to these good loving? But because I gave her the shout out, I I would. It was uh, she was due on the twenty eighth of January, nineteen ninety nine. Decided to come about four weeks early, 20, yeah, twenty six days early, um, and uh, surprise us a little bit. So. I figured, well, since it's falling on that date, when we're mainly going to talk New Year's, I got to sneak that in. That's right. So, so tell me real quick, man, because quarter of a century. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Um, old as dirt, um, <laughs> decrepit, um, geriatric. Uh, what other terms can I do for old? Old. Um, no, it's honestly, dude, I know it's such a cliche. Every parent feels this way, I'm sure. Like, I, I literally remember bringing her home. It's yeah. not like that's a distant memory. Right. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I didn't have a cell phone right. then in yeah. 99. A lot of people were starting to get them. I didn't get mine till 02 because I didn't even have one during 9-11. But I remember um, to this day, I still have this near-miss thing that makes me wince we took her home probably January 4th, I guess, uh, 3rd, 4th, whatever. It was a day or two in the hospital. You know, they get you out as soon as they can. And, you know, you're, you're, it's like the precious cargo. You're worried about the car right. seat. And so I carried her in uh, as Lisa and I are coming up. We had really tall steps in a, the place where we lived in Halethorpe, Arbutus at the time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we're coming in, and I lay her car seat down. I had this disposable camera tucked into my front shirt pocket. You know, disposable camera, right. no cell phone. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different. And I put it down, and it slides out and falls and lands just next to the car seat. Mm. And I remember it took me like an hour. Oh, my goodness. The, my little newborn little girl, this camera could have hit her right on right on right. the noggin. and. You know, isn't that weird? That memory I still have. Like, I, it, it's so vivid to me. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a quarter of a century ago, dude. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's fun. Yeah. No, that's, and that's great. And I'm sure uh, while we're recording, you know, uh, recording this, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you will have something planned for her at some point. Of so. course. Of course. Yeah. There'll be something planned. It's 25. That's, yeah. That, that's a nice one. Now, if memory serves, the insurance rates are supposed to go down to 25, car insurance. Car insurance, right? yeah. Yes, 25 is kind of the magic number. Of course, they're always higher for boys. Right. Uh, that's a whole other subject. We'll save for another cast. That's right. Um, 
But dude, yeah, it's hard to believe, man. Honestly, I was saying all fall mm-hmm. that uh, I guess people say this a lot. I was still accepting that the summer had ended. Yeah. Like, when did the summer end? And now here we are at a brand new year. Yeah. Well, and and if you remember, it was it was weird because we had that crazy like record breaking temperatures in October. Yes. Um, and then I mean, you know, going into November, it was you know getting up into the sixties, which is, you know, I mean, it's not unheard of, but it's right. still unusual. Yeah, it was an unusual, um, unusually warm fall yeah i mean honestly we watched all of isaac's football games but one really comfortably yeah you know friday nights you you, you typically oh friday nights in the fall you're yeah. gonna bundle up we did one time yeah i mean i remember nights i was just wearing short sandals and a t-shirt and yeah it's perfectly fine so um yeah it's strange and if you notice dude i'm trying to be positive yeah because you know what this season means for me yes the next couple of months Dude, always a little rough. I'm hopeful though. Yeah. We're we're due. We're yes. due from some for some major snow. That's what they're saying. Remember, and I so, saw something way back like in October. Yeah. That we were supposed to, you know, for whatever. Right. Farmers yeah, Almanac, yeah. whatever they use. But doesn't it just feel like in our bones that we're due? Because the yeah. last few winters have been a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. In in the mid-Atlantic. I mean, yeah. And I, I mean I, you're a New Hampshire boy, right. dude. I mean, you you are like living in an arid oh, desert down here. I know. Here. I know. Don't, uh, don't, remind <laughs> yeah, don't me. Remind don't get me started. Don't know. get me started. I know. Um, I, I, I did try to tell myself a few times that uh, the older I get, I don't like shoveling with uh-huh. my wonky back. But I do have. That's why God invented snowblowers. Snowblowers and teenage sons. That's right. That I can uh, cajole into, into doing it. But actually, our neighbor, Mike, is great. He. Um, He's got a pretty high-powered snowblower, mm. and he, for the last few years when we were having snow, um, I normally would wait a little bit before I'd go out there, and nine times out of ten, he had blown off our sidewalks, care of it, yeah. even right up to the front door, and it makes it, you, know, you get one of those wallops. Right. That can that can be a, a big deal. You get one of those two two-foot-plus snowdrops, but when's the last time we had that, dude? 2016 16 that sounds about right i think 2016 and then the time before that we had the really big back-to-back ones where that was 2010 yes uh, that was i think we snowmageddon talked about snowmageddon dude because ella was a year old because uh, yeah. she was born in january of 09 so this was about a year later late january i think early february maybe it was back to back like that february i want to say it was it was it was somewhere around um the the 14th february oh, 14th yeah, it, somewhere it, it around was a there. little later though i thought yeah yeah and i remember yeah i think you're right and we got um yeah we had them they were like what 36 hours apart mm-hmm. and, and they were both big yeah yeah, yeah, over so uh, over two feet. It was, and that was 2010, not too long ago. And no. 2016, eight years ago now. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to see us. I always like one. Yeah. Give me one that shuts everything down for a day, keeps yeah. everybody home. Obviously, I don't want anybody getting hurt, injured, people having heart attacks, shoveling right. all those horrible things you hear. Um, and I can't believe... That guy knows something. Oh, I hate snow. Really? Yeah. One, isn't it nice to look at? Yeah. I know it stinks when you've got a shovel. It stinks when it, the worst dude is when you're, when you're out 
when it's melted a couple of days and you yeah. get that gray black sludge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Nobody likes that. But um, yeah, when it just blankets your your house, your property, yeah. ooh, it's nice. Love going out, especially when it's snowing in the evenings. Yeah. Love going out and just Joy and I will go walking up and down the streets. So quiet. So quiet and so yeah, bright. It is. All the lights just magnified, reflecting off all that um, all that white surface. I and love it, dude. Yeah. Just such a such a beautiful experience. It. And notice we start even thinking we might get it. Now, because you know we weren't going to get into Christmas because oh, yeah. we never do. Yeah. Um, I've just, you know, given up on that. Right. I remember the Christmas uh, 2014, 2015. Yeah. Dude, where it was like 75 degrees. Yeah. And we literally turned on our AC. Yeah. Because we said, no, we, we've got to put on pajamas and open gifts. And I was hot and sweaty. Right. It was crazy. So I do remember, and I remember it because I wasn't here. Yeah. So I'm, I'm annoyed at this. But it was the Christmas that Joy and I decided to go to North Carolina. Yeah. And we had snow for Christmas. I was not happy. 20 years being here in Maryland, and the one year got snow at Christmas. Oh. I was not here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Joy may never have heard the end of that and may never <laughs> will hear the end of it. Hey, <clears throat> dude, the good thing is you know it'll happen again in the next 20 years. Right. <laughs> so you just got to wait maybe <laughs> two decades. Wait. It's fine. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I know it is, um, it is always disappointing. Although as a kid, I remember, I'm not making a comment on global warming or right, anything. Right, right. People would debate scientists, Christians or Christian scientists or whomever. But, um, I remember getting some snows in November. Yeah. Like yeah. decent ones. Yep. And, but it, even back then, the seventies and eighties, Christmas seemed to be the Houdini, and it never quite matched. Right. We got one one time, like on the 23rd. Yep. So there was still some residual snow on the 25th, which was nice. But never, I never remember, like in every sitcom you ever saw as a kid. Right. Oh, it snows right. on Christmas Eve, and it blankets everything. I never remember that. You got to be up your neck yes. of the woods to to get that happen. But dude, New Year's. Yeah. What was your tradition this year, like most years? Yeah. So uh, typically, um, yeah, did the same thing this year that we do every year. Uh, we invite some friends and family to come over the house. We we set up and play games. Whatever whatever we do for dinner is always up in the air. Some years we do fondue. Yeah. Some years we do a big thing of chili. Some years we do appetizers. Yeah. So it, you know, it's all over the place what we end up doing for food. But something fairly light and easy. Yeah. Um, but you know, getting people over, playing games, watching movies, uh, and then it's interesting because on most. On most nights when I'm on break, I will stay up fairly late. Yeah. One, two in the morning. Yeah, you're a night owl, dude. I think I've known that about you for a while. Yeah. New Year's is the one where as soon as midnight hits, I'm like, I'm kind of done. I'm ready for yeah, bed. Yeah, right, right. And it's just automatic. I think, I think probably I could count on one hand the number of New Year's that I've just kind of gone up and stayed much later stayed past three that. in the morning yeah. four in the morning yeah, yeah doing whatever you know and <clears throat> but normally it's midnight rolls around and i think part of it is because of the the nature of having people over mm -hmm. you know you have all the energy and all the build up and you're playing games and you're watching movies and you're doing all those things and then once midnight hits it's like okay it's time you know for the younger kids to to yep. go to bed families are heading out the door and going home 
let's take a half hour, clean this place up, and then turn in ourselves. I know exactly what you're talking about. I like your description, dude, because we we tend to do those things too. Um, and I almost need to do them. I don't, but Lisa shares this with me, mm-hmm. who does not have the winter funk blues that I usually have. She yeah. normally fares better than I do in, in, in the winter. But we both share, I don't know if you've ever felt this, maybe it's just our thing. There's a, almost a weird sadness to New Year's for me sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just a reminder of the, uh, that we're passing through. Yeah. The years, oh, you know, I know it's a depressing cliche. Oh, I'm a year closer right. to, you know, uh, you know what? And right. This phase ending. Um, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a, a time of, you know, there's always probably a post holiday letdown yeah because dude the pace going into christmas isn't it frenetic you're just yeah constantly doing things parties keeping up with people you barely have time to even process it yeah and then i've come to love those few days after christmas yeah um that that where things kind of shut down and for you dude as a teacher oh yeah you're off Yep, and they're just kind of nice, you yeah. know. It's it's you got that little week that uh, you can kind of use as a buffer and yep. and everything. And I've enjoyed that week, uh, but usually by the thirtieth, thirty first, I don't know. I, I I get this kind of melancholy. Yeah, um, I think a lot of that too is is really. I mean, Christmas will kind of extend. Yes, right. You know, so that really the I mean, I love the Christmas season. Yeah. Um, my birthday's in December, and I know a lot of people who have December birthdays say they don't like it. I love it. Yeah. I love having my birthday um, as close to Christmas as it is. Which um, is what again, dude? 23rd. That's right. That's right. I was going to say 24th, but you are the 23rd. Yeah. Actually, my family's kind of weird because- Happy uh, belated birthday, brother. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, I have a sister who is the 21st. Yeah. I'm the 23rd. Maybe she's the 22nd. 21st to 22nd. My sister's the 21st to 22nd. Hopefully she's not listening. Uh, uh, she's not. I Good. can guarantee it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm the 23rd and my brother is the 25th. Man. So we are all within that Christmas week. And wow. My brother uh, hates having his birthday on Christmas Day. He can't stand sharing with Jesus. Yes, that's um, right. Yeah, ashamed of Jesus doesn't yeah. want to let's let's make sure to tell him that make that very clear it's yes. actually it's funny because it's become a, a a joke but with a lot of truth behind it you have to wish him a happy birthday before you can say Merry Christmas <laughs> that's hilarious dude so it's funny um but I I just I love it I love having my birthday at this time I always have um it was it was two days before Christmas. So it was still far enough before Christmas yeah. where I could have friends over for my birthday. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy the lead up. I enjoy the holiday. And you get that even after Christmas. Yeah. That week, radio stations are still playing Christmas music. Yep. Um, the The festivities of things are still in full swing because you know you've got all the parties that are leading yep. up to New Year. Yep. And I think you're right. I think there's something more final about New Year's. Where it it's, is. We're, we're putting an end to all of this, and we're starting it all over again before we get to Christmas again next time. You're right. And you really are heading into some blah months now. Yeah. Hopefully, dude, Ravens had a decent season. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they will make a little uh, progress. That doesn't mean much for you. 
But for me, that right. kind of gets me through. And then uh, my buddy Scott, you know, and I always talk about when do pitchers and catchers report. Uh, and then you, you know, hope springs eternal as yep. you look towards uh, spring. But it is a uh, melancholy thing. And I imagine, it, for a lot of people, dude, I'm sure it's a taking stock. Oh, sure. What did this year bring? Yeah. Obviously, for us, 2023 brought one of the sadder years we've had in some time, losing Lisa's mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think of how many people go through that in, in, in a given New Year's moment. I yes. think there's just, it's a natural time to take stock of what was. Yes. And let's face it, I wonder if some of it is, when do we ever accomplish all that we hope to accomplish? Right. Uh, probably that would be a never. Right. Right. So whenever you're taking stock, even in a what you might deem a good year, uh, there were things you didn't hit. There were yeah. goals maybe you didn't quite, you know, th- even if you weren't super conscious of what they were, some aspirations that carry you through a given day or season might not have been met. So, um, <clears throat> and then, dude, maybe some of the, the uh, actually for me, Mm-hmm. Dude, I grew up with Dick Clark's Rocking E. Yeah. He's yep. gone. He's gone. He's yeah. passed. And dude, when even he was here, if you remember, it was sad. He had had the stroke. Yeah, he had had the stroke. And, and he, you know, it wasn't the Dick Clark you remembered. Right. This youthful guy that seemed to just never age. Yeah. And, you know, he was just going to be there every New Year's and you were going to watch the cheesy yeah. ball drop and all that. And uh, I still do watch the ball drop. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So, you know, 11. 11.55. Yes, about what we we're do. putting it on. About five and, minutes before. That's yep. so funny. Yep. Yeah, same thing. And you're, you're watching. I'm not not even sure with our cable provider of the times right. I always feel like my phone right. might be a minute, 45 seconds off or something. But it's close enough for government work. Yeah. As long as you're within that five-minute mark, you're, you're yes. bound to catch it. But I think I think there's something to that too, right? Because, you know, and and this is going to – I'm going to sound like a real old head here. Yeah, go for it, brother. Um I mean, I mean, who do we got hosting these things, right? Ryan Seacrest. Right. And then you've got, you know, you've got Miley Cyrus and Britney Spears and all these performers. And it's like, I, I don't know. I just, first of all, and, and again, I'm really going to sound old here. <laughs> the music that, that they're doing just is not my taste. I mean, no. for crying out loud, put Bruno Mars up there. I'll take Bruno Mars. Uh, me too, brother. Um, he, although he's starting to get classic. I know. I you know. know um, yeah, I know what but you mean. It's just, it's not, it, it's not the same form. It's, it's, I mean, it's honestly, it's like the Super Bowl, right? The halftime show used to be fun, used to be entertaining. Right. Most of the time, if I'm, if I'm at a Super Bowl with people, almost everyone unanimously wants to turn it off during the halftime show. I'm with you. Nobody wants to see it. I'm with you. It's, it's uh, not. I mean, at the time, I mean, he is now quite tragically a controversial figure. But when he was not, talking about Michael Jackson, yeah. did the halftime show, that was like a big deal. Yeah. You get this mega current performer yeah. to do it. Now it's sort of become, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I see it on New Year's too. Uh, either people that I don't like their stuff at all, yeah, or maybe people on the downside of their careers. Right. Uh, that can be kind of uh, depressing. And dude, I think weird stuff. Those people in Times Square. Okay, um, I've been told that all the ba- the public bathrooms are closed. Right. So what do they do? Right. I uh, hope you. Uh, they you- don't do anything. Yes. They don't eat. They don't drink for I was like twenty four hours before. Dude, and what kind of New Year's is that? Right. 
But um, I remember seeing a, an article, I feel like one of my high school teachers, it was probably 1984, 85, there was an article in the Baltimore Sun that one of my English teachers in high school, Mr. Link, showed us of a family, how weird is this, who um, booked a room in Times Square for New Year's Eve 1999 going into 2000. And they did it like 16 years wow. before. So I remember that feeling like the most futuristic thing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that came to its realization 25 years ago. Yeah. So again, when I think of New Year's, I think, boy, a lot of time has passed. And Yeah. Um, so, but having friends over yeah. or doing something fun, we tend to like to watch a movie because yep. we're a you know, big movie family. We'll play some games. The kids wish I played more games. Dude, I'm the most petty, competitive person <laughs> that I've kind of adopted this practice my father had. My dad, you know, how much do I talk about my dad? Yeah. Wonderful father. Dude, he didn't really play games. Yeah. Would coach sports. Yep. Scrabble, nope. Cards, nope. And I, as I've gotten older, I realize he had an issue with competition uh, so at gotcha, some point yeah. he kind of made a decision i don't want to be tense etc yeah and i i don't know every time I, if i play a game i want to win it i need i need to get you some games some co-op games there are some good co-op games yeah. out there that um you're playing with people and so the goal is you're beating the game yeah so you're at least then working together you work in together order. oh that's yeah. a good idea dude you're not trying to beat each other yeah yeah, mm. the next time we do our we do our game night um, with uh, with the Bartle Balls, we'll, yeah. uh, I'll bring over some of those games because that's the goal. Like you're you're working together, you're strategizing together. Um, I like that. So and and I and I enjoy competitive games as well. I yeah. enjoy the take over the world, you know, Risk, Axis yeah, and Allies right. type thing. Um, but I I really like co op games, games where. All right, guys, this is your strength, so let's work together. And this is my strength. Let's work together to accomplish this goal. So I like yeah. it. Dude, that's you know what it reminds me of? It's true. The, 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 wow. Dude, <laughs> I'm taking this insight with atomic ripple effect energy because the kids, I know I disappoint them, so I try to overcome it. I don't know what it is. I never have fun playing people and losing. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I'm losing a monopoly. I'm, right. I keep ending up in jail and everybody else is buying properties. Why am I enjoying this? Right. Yes, I'm petty and pathetic, but it's true. <laughs> I, I need a savior. I uh, like to uh, reiterate that. But the times we've had good, we've done two escape rooms as a family. Yeah. One we beat, one we didn't. Yeah. We had a great time at both. Yeah. And I'm realizing it's what you're describing. Yeah. You're not competing with each other. Yeah. You're competing against the game. Yeah. Ooh! I got your back, Jack. Dude, I'm going to drop that as a preaching insight somewhere. Of course, I'll take credit for it. Well, you know. I'll say, you know, I was telling my buddy Nathan recently. <laughs> I expect nothing less. But <laughs> the good news is, Greg, your congregation knows you. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Yeah, I can't put anything past them, especially the ones that may be listening to this. So you'll know if I uh, if I drop my uh, reference <laughs> that uh, I did not give it to Nathan. I got it from him. Yeah. Um, but that's that's cool, dude. I think now I'm going to ask you the question because it's a New Year's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Did you or do you do any resolutions? I don't. Yeah, and here's why. Um, I learned long ago that if I wait 
whatever it is, right? So, yeah. all right, my goal this year is to uh, read scripture more. Yeah. My goal this year is to lose 10 pounds or 20 or 30 yeah. or 40, 50, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever I need to get you're, healthy. You're describing my goals, dude, <laughs> but yes. If, if I do that, then, then first what I'm doing is I'm actually, I'm waiting for that date to come. Yeah. And, and let's say I start out good, yep. you know, I get 10, 20, let's say I get a month in, Yeah. right? I'm doing great. I've got a month of this going down and then I have a bad day. Yeah. There goes my, there goes my resolution. Yep. So I find that if there's something I want to change mm-hmm. and I'm motivated, I'm going to start now. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's got to become a habit. It's got to become a part of my life. Yep. And if that's going to be the case, then January 1st isn't going to make a difference yep. if I start then or if I start now. And so there are times where, um, you know, and, and Greg, you've actually, uh, you've known me at probably a time in my life when I was the most fit I've ever mm-hmm. been. Not the thinnest I've ever been, but the yeah. most fit I've ever been. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't waiting until January 1st. Like, you yep, know, Christmas you just, came around yep. and I was still holding to, you know, I'm going to eat in moderation or mm-hmm. I'm going to eat like a cow and then I'm going to go work out like crazy afterwards. Right. I was, but it wasn't, it wasn't a January 1st thing. It was, I want to start this and I want to do it now and get on this track. So that way, once holidays come around, I want to stay focused and work myself through that. There's a lot of insight in what you're saying, dude, because- uh, it reminds me of what has said. I, I've never confirmed that he said this, although I, I actually think he did. The Augustine quote prior to his conversion, mm. when he knew about God but didn't know God, so to speak, and he was quite the um, ladies' man. Yeah. And the prayer was, Lord, make me chaste. Yeah. But not yet. Yeah. That's kind of what a resolution, like say you got this revolution floating around your mind December 14th. Yeah. Uh, December 14th. You're kind of saying, yeah, I'm going to do nothing about this thing that I think is really important for 17 days. Right. Dude, that is a great point. This is so important. The next 17 days, I'm going to gorge myself. Right. <laughs> like I'm uh, on the uh, the survival team at Cactus Willie's Buffet. <laughs> and uh, the, the only way to save the universe is to eat every morsel right. of food <laughs> under the sneeze glass. But January 1st. Yeah. All bets are off. I, it's, it, it's kind of, you know what it reminds me of, dude? I, I remember Lisa said it one time and she had me so I was all motivated. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to you know, drink bottled water and nothing else except one day a week. I'll have a flavored dr- ridiculous, right? All this motivation. And yeah, I, I can do that for a day. Right. Um, but I was going to do the gym. We we're going to wait for the, the good sales post Christmas, you know, when you get in and no activation fee and had everything planned. So we, we go over to Dick's Sporting Goods. And I buy like some new, uh, you know, sweat clothes. Right, right. You know, my joggers and my sweatshirt. Oh, this would be good. And you know, new new pair of uh, you know shoes, yep. tennis shoes. And we're driving home, and Lisa goes, "You, you think that you've started because you bought the clothes?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly what I thought. 
I bought the clothes, dude. So I'm serious. That's man. right. I bought the clothes. Like, is there anything easier than to go buy your Reebok stripe down the side sweatpants when you get your fat lard butt in the gym and go to work? Uh, of course, you know, in my case, I don't really, that's the one part of me that isn't fat, um, but everything else. So I, um, I, I hear you. Yeah. No, I hear you on 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 the resolutions. It's sort of like this is really important. <clears throat> That's why I'm going to wait for you know another four and a half <laughs> weeks. And when that day gets here, yeah, there's nothing magic about the date. Yeah. You know, I mean, I understand why people want to tie it to. Well, then I can say I did it all year, but right, um, which usually means you do it to about January eighth <laughs> or something like that. Um, that's interesting, dude. Yeah, I haven't made a resolution in years. Mm. Um, but I've done like you have. I've made resolutions, yeah. Part, but I haven't tied them to a date. Yeah, I just sort of view it. All right, I'm going to do this. Right. Um, I'm committed. I'm going to spend more time with my younger two. Yeah. Because I've been so busy, I've kind of seen them in passing, and you know, I don't want to wait. Yeah, I think I'll start that. Like, right. I don't do that in the mid year point. Like, well, it's June seventeenth. I should wait till July first. That way, you just do it. Yeah. You're because you're it's again, it's living in the everlasting now, right? Right, what's the best thing I can do at this moment, yeah, in this day, right? Yeah. Um, and I think scripture would certainly support that, right? Yeah. I mean, today is the day, and right, you present your bodies as living sacrifices right. that's not tied to a calendar, yeah, do it the next time a feast or festival comes up. So, I'm, I'm not, and I know you're not either, dude. Sure. I'm not mocking people oh, no. to tie it to January no. first, but I, I never thought of that. Dude, I think or not consciously until you said it. Yeah. Well, and and again, that's that's the thing is like I, I think particularly the the number of times I've looked at reading scripture. Yeah. Wanting to, you know, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna daily be in the word. Um, I'm going to daily pray and yep. this is what I'm gonna do it. This is how I'm gonna do it, very regimented. And I think I think all the times that I've kind of made that resolution, um, and 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 again, I, you know, it's not to say I, I haven't made resolutions in the past because I certainly have. I've just, as I've gotten older, have found that it it doesn't work yes. right because even when it comes to scripture, okay, I've spent this entire year being committed and dedicated to doing X. Yes. Well, now X is done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I've, I've done my Bible reading plan for the year. I've, I've dedicated these times to, to prayer and, and all of this. And, and so now X is done. And so the goal is accomplished. Right. And so then I'm right back where I was. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think like everybody, um, you know, I have, I have good seasons and I have bad seasons, yeah. you know, that yes, I, I want to be in the word daily. Yeah. I'm not right. You know, I. Um, I mean, and, I, I can't relate to it. I'm right, just, right. Theoretically, <laughs> right. I, I've heard this happen right. to some people. <laughs> so glad um, I don't have to worry about these creaturely things that you do. But let's right. yeah, go on. Well, and, and in fairness, I I am in the Word daily because I teach Bible class. Right, but personally, yeah. Um, you know, there there are certainly days and and even weeks where where my time for scripture is devoted to my class and not personal. Yeah. Now, does that mean that I don't gain anything personal from that? Absolutely not. I mean, by God's grace, I'm learning and growing through the things that I'm reading and seeing, but it's it's not it's not 
for me necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that there is an important distinction and distinctive in that, you know, that when when I tie things to a time frame, and again, this is me personally, I tie things to a time frame. Yeah, I can be disciplined enough to get through that. But first of all, I'm not going to be disciplined enough to say, okay, I'm going to now do this from now until the rest of my life. Right, right. Um, and then if my goal is to do X in a year, then when the year's done, it just falls yeah. apart. Now, dude, I uh, didn't post it this year, but you know, the past on Facebook or Twitter, whatever thing I might, you know, dally with for a season, I did, you know, you've seen it before. I, I did, I, there always is one resolution I, I break that I have. And, you know, you normally I usually post it about 10 seconds into the new year. <laughs> <laughs> that I already broke my resolution right. to try to be less awesome. That's, yeah, I just broke it. I, I tried to be right. less awesome. That's right. Could I remember I did that years ago. I saw it on somebody else's and said, I love that, man. It's so stupid. And I'll post it. And I remember my brother saw it on Facebook. A couple of people, you know, just kind of rolled their eyes at it or whatever, said some passing comment. I just remember my brother just wrote, resolution intact. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, who did I see? It was like a comedian, like Dave Barry or something. Oh yeah, she's so funny, yeah. man. And and they posted it at like, like literally thirty seconds after you know the ball right. drop. <laughs> I already broke my resolution to try to be less awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I dropped that to Lisa, to which she literally has no comment or response, <laughs> which makes it makes it even even better yeah yeah dude and i think there you know in, in a seriousness there can be a um kind of a almost an empty promise pulled to resolutions mm -hmm. right like again i i'm not saying don't make them i mean uh you know that jonathan edwards the the you know uh sort of america's most famous theologian mm -hmm. was famed for these resolutions that that he would make um he yeah, again, didn't tie them to dates or yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the kind of a renewed principle. These are some things I want to live by. They have some, some, some good things to them. But I, I'm just such a believer in, and I, I when I preach this, I always illustrate it the same way. We don't keep our resolutions. We don't keep our right. commitments. Yeah, we used to have a convention called Promise Keepers, but right. we're not Promise Keepers. Right. Right. We're Promise makers and promise breakers yeah right that's by definition because we all the time we're like peter even if everyone leaves y'all never leave yeah i'm gonna leave <laughs> right um, right i'm gonna be this i'm gonna be that uh, just a way of capturing sin so i i want to be careful resolutions are good if they're understood as maybe spirit-born responses to the gospel sure right like sure. yeah the gospel declares i'm righteous and mm -hmm. by his mercies i can present my body as a living sacrifice yep but i'm gonna need that mercy tomorrow because right. whatever i seek to do i'm gonna screw up at right. some level right we all do yeah um i mean what day would you ever say dude today i was the perfect husband to joy right. uh without any flaw yeah good day 10 minutes 10 minutes yes this 30 seconds i was perfect lisa might say well you did take out the trash and you were not in the house for 30 seconds so that was you know maybe it's something <laughs> like that um but you know I, i'm just illustrating we know we 
that's just what we, and that's why I love the promise of the gospel. Yes. That he's made a resolution. Yes. To love us and keep us. Yes. And hold us. So that's something I like to revisit in the new year. Uh, and in the past, when I've done New Year's preaching this year, it's different because the first sermon this week will be Matt. Yeah. Because I will be at the writer's residence. Yes. But through the uh, amazing abilities we have, dude, I think we'll still have a podcast when I'm gone. I think so. Somehow we're going to find a way to pull that off. Dude, we're talented like that. We, we can do it. We, right. we can find a way. I can be up in Wilkes-Barre. We have the technology. We, <laughs> exactly. we can rebuild this podcast <laughs> and make it work. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, when I've preached in the past on New Year's, I've tended to go more... Just remind ourselves of the yeah. gospel. Yeah. He's made a promise. He's kept it. Yeah. That's, dude, remember how we started off our Christmas yeah. series? Yeah. Genesis 3.15. That's right. He made a promise, and he kept it. We yep. just celebrated that season individually and as a church. So i like, let's just carry that into the new year. Yeah. He's going to keep his promises. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's made several resolutions for our good, and he'll keep them. Yeah. And I'll give it a shot to go to Planet Fitness. Right. Dude, I'll meet you at Dairy Queen the next day. That's right. Right. Actually, that day. <laughs> that day. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll go out the door on our way to Planet Fitness and head to Dairy Queen, and that's where we'll spend our time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. But I'll be wearing my Reebok uh, sweatsuit. Nice. So that way I feel so like, you know. You're ready to go. You uh, at least look the part. Uh, yes. And I'll after I have the Butterfinger Blizzard, dude, I'll walk the... <laughs> circuitous route to my car that's right because that that'll take care of those cows that's right, right unless it's raining out. right <laughs> yeah, yeah then you can pick me up at the front door um that's uh, true well man we don't have a ton of time left but i do i want to ask you yeah. um coming into the new year so again you know we've talked about the idea of um you know resolutions and things like that but let me let me ask you this what are you looking forward to or hoping for or expecting in the new year like what are some things that you know you're you're kind of looking ahead and saying you know what i'm i'm excited about these things yeah absolutely dude Uh, a couple things i mean on a personal level um i'm excited that uh you know i started this grad program i started last year this time yep you know, it, it is kind of an accelerated program. I'll have my Master of Arts in Creative Writing, Lord willing, yep. in June, nice, which is awesome. Nice. And then in June, I'll have to make a decision. Do I want to do the f- full year and get the Master of Fine Arts, which is terminal in creative writing? You can't. Creative writing doesn't have a PhD. Yep. So it's as far as you could go. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Residencies on the brain because I'm about to leave. Yep. Uh, see my cohort, love. they become very good friends. This will be our third one together. Yep. Um, and then the fourth in the summer where I'll get the, uh, the, the MA. I'm excited about that. Um, what else, dude? I'm excited for my kids. Ben, in this calendar year, mm-hmm. will finish Maryland because he's, he's on pace to graduate a semester early nice. so it would be december so yep. you know a very end of this yeah, year yeah as we kind of circle back to about this time we're in now um i'm excited for him in that regard uh isaac will be uh starting his senior year in the fall yeah you're wrapping up his junior year this year and yep. ella will be moving in so the family level's got a lot of fronts um for lisa 
you know, my wife, I'm, I'm, and I'm already seeing it form. You know, it was a very difficult 2023, the second half yeah, for her. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing her. Um, I, I don't want to presume, you know, the grief is always going to be there. Sure. Reminds me of the great quote. I can't remember who said it, but never trust someone unless they walk with a limp. Yeah. Because people have lived real life, yeah. suffered, you know, and we talk about that all the time. But I, I'd like to see um, what 2025 or 2025, yeah, 2024, I'm way ahead of the game, Right, brings for her. Yeah. So a lot of things on that front are uh, lining up. And my parents, dude, maybe moving into uh, a retirement community. Okay. Um, you know, um, this coming year. Yeah. So, lot, yeah, it should be a pretty packed, busy year on the church front. Yeah. Dude, I'm really looking for. I mean, Matt Smith will have been here for five years this yeah. summer. It's yeah. hard to believe, you know. I mean, it's been five years. It feels like a... A whole universe of I know. changes happened. That was pre-pandemic. That was pre-pre- yeah, pre-pandemic. And when yeah. when uh, when he got here, um, so I'm excited about some milestones. You know, as we we just finished our 20th anniversary year this past fall. Yep. heading into a new chapter. Really excited about what lies ahead. Uh, and dude, I've given a lot. Here. I'm excited about our podcast. Yes, I think this year we are really gonna raise the bar on promotion yep we've got i don't want to give too much away but we have some ideas of a different venue different setting uh and i'm pumped dude yeah because these conversations i am yeah dude they're they're gold yeah i'm i'm super excited about that as well um yeah i was gonna say please tell me yeah no i i am i'm looking forward to uh just I feel like every time we do the podcast, we we figure new things out. We get better at it. Um, you, you and I have always had great chemistry together. We yeah. work so well together on this. Um, and so just being able to, to get that out to more people where we could just interact like this and, and again, being able to, to use this to further the gospel. Yeah. So excited to be able to do that. I love it, dude. Um, Can I, I just love the the realness, dude. Yeah, we just we're not trying to like promote something slick or special. Yeah, just talking about life honestly. Yeah, you know, kind of our tagline: unchurchy, real. Yeah, that. and just that the gospel is always good. Yeah, it always informs everything we talk about. Yes, in such a unchanging, powerful way. Yeah, and it. it Again, it's just it's that it's authentic. Yeah. Right? It's just this is this is who we are, this is what we do. Um and and we, you know, we we have our little podcast gimmicks cuz sure, we're a show. Of course. But the reality is is the gospel has no gimmicks. No. Right? For over 2000 years, the message of the gospel is the son of God laying bare on a cross yeah. for you and me. Yep. And that's it. That and is. And that, you know, by God's grace, that will always be what it is. It's the only message, dude. So, I mean, it really, where else? Uh, I'm like, think of Peter of uh, in John 6, right? We've talked about that passage many times. Uh, Jesus teaches some hard things. A lot of the kind of fair weather fans, eh, I think I'm out. Yeah. yeah this is, he's talking about pretty heavy duty stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
And Jesus turned, will you now go too? And Peter says, where else would we go? Yeah. You have the words. I love that, dude. Yeah. Like once you taste it, well, where else am I going to go? Right. Secular humanism. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like wh- where where are you going to go? Yeah. Uh, once you, you've encountered him. And, yes. And know him. So, um, yeah, I just love always always coming back to that foundation, yeah. dude. I think uh, we got an exciting year. I uh, do too, yeah. Next week, we'll kind of formally kick off yep. the rest of January. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, this is a good time to, to talk about that. We're... Uh, you're you're getting us back into well. Once you get back from residency, yes, yes. you're going to be getting us back into Mark. That's that's right. And we're going to be talking about Mark. Um, but one of the things that we're going to be doing is we're going to be having a discussion on. Uh, I, I think the first place we're going is how do we as a congregation prepare prepare you? Yeah, if that makes sense. You know, w- w- what can we do for you? As you're spending time preparing, and as you're wow. you're working through your your sermons and and the the research, I mean the the research that you do, how how is it that we can be uh, partnering with you and in, in working with you on that? Because we're a community together, we we're in this together. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, you're going to be talking to us and giving us a little peek behind the curtain of what you do to prepare. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what that process looks like. And yeah. then uh, some reflection on what can we do once we've heard the message? Yeah. What is our response to that? So really, this is this is congregationally, how do we... Uh, how do we respond to, or how should we be responding to this whole process of church, of worship? Yeah, and dude, you know, Jesus, it's interesting. Um, I heard a sermon years ago from someone called How to Listen to a Sermon. Yeah. And I think there is an, an art and a skill to be learned. And we might even talk about what do you do when you listen to a boring sermon? Now, yeah. obviously, brother, you would say, well, that's not your experience here. Uh, you've never, no. you're like, no, no, that's <laughs> you. Are you kidding me? But we've all had to hear some boring sermons. I know I've given my share. I know we've heard it. And there are times you're like, oh, my goodness, I feel like I, I just want to disappear into a, a – and then you feel kind of guilty. I shouldn't feel like this person loves you, Lord, and right. trying to serve. Um, we'll talk about that, too. But I'm actually looking forward to January because I am getting us back into Mark, yep. which I can't wait for. Dude. Yeah. We'll be right in Mark 5 that starts with a very – dynamic power encounter moment right. with Jesus. You can glance ahead and see it, it will be right back in the thick of it because it, we've left it for oh, about a year. Yeah. Uh, about a year. A little longer than we intended. We did some yep. things in the summer that we we sort of pivoted on and I'm glad we did. Um, well, I mean, you know, once we... Once we got it through our heads that we were celebrating twenty years, we yes. <laughs> kind of decided that we should. We we should, yeah. That that actually is the key. The twenty year mark was like you know that that requires or should call forth some purposeful yeah. celebration response that we think about. And I'm sure glad that we did. Oh, you know? absolutely. And, um, and we'll do that again in twenty years from yeah, now. That's too, right. But we don't have to worry about that for now. And uh, we. Uh, we did that in the fall and focused on some things, but we'll be getting back into Mark. So it's a good time to talk about, you know, what what am I as an individual person going to a church, whether it's here or wherever you go, 
is there a responsibility I have? And I think there is. There's some healthy practices about yeah. how to be the best sermon listener. As to your question, how you can pray yeah. for your pastor or whomever is delivering the yeah. message that they work on, what you can do to support, maybe a little bit about what's not helpful. Right. Little hint. If you have a frustration, I always love when people wait to maybe share it till Monday. <laughs> Um, I know sometimes it's burning, but I have been caught sometimes. And dude, when you know you walk uh, 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 off the platform, you're oh, kind of yeah. spent. Oh yeah, you know you're like, whoo, man, it, yeah. it's it's hard to get your thoughts. Half the time, like, you don't even remember what you said. No. So, oh, when you said this, did I say that? Did I say that? Really? That was today, <laughs> right? I've already forgotten. So, um, uh, you know, there's some some things we could talk about that I think will. Some are kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, some are kind of serious, and some are just practical tips and techniques so i think we're gonna have a good month unpacking this yeah i agree i'm really looking forward to that and uh, again you know like we said just just what we have coming up this year you know there's a lot of big plans and you know lord willing we will start to see those unfold um not only uh for this podcast but for our church as well absolutely well my friend this has been an excellent time talking about the new year great start so until the next time We just rocked the Casbah. Thank you again for listening to These Go to 11, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane, and you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org. These go to 11.